Good morning and welcome back to the Wake Up With Glow podcast with me, Glow, and I'm happy to be here with you on this day to discuss all of the ways in which you are so special, but not really. Today we're going to be talking about what it means to be special and whether it's important to feel special in the first place. A topic that I think needs to be at the forefront of all of our awarenesses right now because there's a lot of pressure on us to live up to this special factor, to have that it factor. And many of us don't even question whether that's for us or of us. And so this is what we're going to navigate in this particular episode. So To start off, let's talk about what special is defined as, perhaps not by you yourself or uh, by the society that you grew up in, but just dictionary definition, special. To be special is defined as to be better, greater, or otherwise different from the usual. And I find this definition, although certainly fitting to what we know as the use of the word special, I find it slightly disturbing. And that's the case for me because I have sort of crafted this world for myself where I believe in the inclusion of everyone in our own spirituality, in our own moving through this life. And so to posit that someone is better or greater or different from the usual, somehow diminishes the usual, right? And we've talked in another episode previously about how being great and greatness in general is contingent upon someone else being less great than you. And so I think special, just like greatness, is one of those words that we need to look a little bit deeper behind because if we just accept them for what they are, then we fall into this pattern of constantly needing to set ourselves apart from everyone else. And I hope that by the end of this episode, you will come to realize that that's not what it's about necessarily. It doesn't have to be that way and how you can make sure that it isn't that way in your life. And why would you want to do that? Well, because a lot of the tension that you feel in trying to get on your come up and trying to get ahead in your own life has to do with this constant either comparison or need to evaluate yourself in contrast to what everyone else is doing. And so if you could find a way to be special without needing to be better than someone else, then it would alleviate a lot of the burden that causes the self-sabotaging that we see in our lives and the constant questioning and doubting of our own innate capabilities. So I think it's important to think about the word successful. Okay, when we think about being successful, I tie that in with this concept of being special because the people who we deem to be special end up in turn being successful. And so they, in a way, go hand in hand. So when we see a successful person, our minds instantly think they must be special. There must be something special about this person for them to have made it, for them to stand apart from the crowd. And that is one of the biggest flaws in our minds programming and in our thinking because what we end up doing is we end up talking ourselves out of so much success that could be our own because we justify 
someone else having something for some special capability that they have that we do not. And so we set ourselves up to not maximize our own potential by putting this special successful title on other people for things that we believe that we do not possess rather than focusing on the ways in which we ourselves are special. And the word successful, you know, again, in order to be successful, we think, oh, someone must be special. But when we think about the word fulfilled, we don't really think that way, do we? You don't look at a person who is fulfilled and think, whoa, they must be special. No, instead, you look at them and you think, they've figured it out. They have, the, they have the key. They don't have something that, man, I don't have this and I'll never have this. They have something that I want to figure it out too. And so fulfillment, unlike success, seems a lot more inclusive. And I love that and I want that for everyone because success doesn't really live up to the hype. Whereas fulfillment perhaps in an ironic way, is the ultimate success. And I hope that I can prove that to you in this episode and in every single episode that you grace me with your attention um, and choose to listen to. And so we mustn't be special to be fulfilled. And that's beautiful because that means however you define special, fulfillment is up for grabs for every single one of us. Special means to be separate right? Separate from something or someone else. And we as humans, we don't want to be separate. What we want is we want to belong. And so how is it that we strive to be special and yet we also strive for belonging? And that conflict itself is what causes these disparaging effects in us that we feel misaligned and we feel like we're blindly pursuing something and it's not fulfilling us because we've jumbled all of these definitions together and we're not getting the desired result. And so I want to talk about why we care to be special in the first place. And it seems that we need to believe that we are special. It's, it's really important to believe that we are special or different in order to activate our own sense of striving. Everyone knows that striving is a key component to getting anywhere in life, to getting ahead. Um, and again, this doesn't mean it has to be this grand ambition. You have to strive in order to feed the family. You have to strive in order to make sure you have a roof over your head. And so we have to believe that we are special in order to activate this own, this inner striving within us. Otherwise, if we don't feel we're special, we fall in this slump, we lose all motivation, and we don't have the inner drive to get up and do anything that we need or want to do. So being like everybody else doesn't make you want to cure world hunger or be the first TikToker on the moon or whatever. It makes you want to sit on the couch and just be a part of the nothingness of be a part of the not standout crowd. And that's something that we don't want for any of us because no matter how you strive, 
and striving can look different, right? Depending on your intent. No matter how you strive, it is the striving to do something a little bit differently than you've done the day before or the year before. That is what is important. It is the comparison to your own path and your own daily practice that is what is relevant. And so in viewing ourselves as above average at anything, right, it also calls for us to accept that we are below average at a bunch of things, right? And so it's important when you think about being special, if you ever find yourself uh, putting yourself down or, or comparing yourself to someone else and having this narrative of how not special you are, you have to understand that every single person who appears to be special at something is inherently not special at something else. Because the distribution of specialness, it is very intentional. Um, you know, we obviously couldn't have every single person in the world uh, being special at uh, human connection, perhaps, right? Being special at being able to create a safe space for people to work through, uh, say, their trauma. Because if everyone were doing that, then who would be out there doing all the other things in contrast to that? It may seem like the specialness is so important. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't everyone want to be special in this way to be able to help people? And the answer is because it comes at every, every talent comes at the expense of other talents. Um, and so there's this sort of distribution within yourself of specialness and every single one of us has it and and that is why the title of this podcast is you're special but not really because it just depends on what we're focusing on on what our attention is placed upon and so we care to be special at the things that we care about that is the gold that is the route to fulfillment is to care about being special in the areas that you feel naturally pulled to. I do not particularly care about being special at playing basketball because uh, for starters, um, I'm at a tremendous height disadvantage and that's an understatement. Uh, and also because it's not what I feel my life would be in alignment with. And so I'm okay with not being special at that. Whereas someone else who is striving to be this this great sportsman, to, to really excel in the realm of basketball. For them, there's a deep connection and they want to be special at that. And so we have to focus our specialness on the things that we care about. And we have to make sure we're caring about the right things. We can't just, you know, select to care about the things that we've been taught are important to care about. We have to actually look within and ask ourselves what aligns specifically with my innate capabilities. And there's this concept of the average in our society, right? Like the average seems counter to any form of spiritual practice, if we're being honest, because to be average... Um, means that there's a ranking system, that we're ranking human beings who are supposed to be equal. And so that doesn't seem very spiritual to begin with. Uh, and it's interesting that we live in a society that is so focused on numbers and so focused on ranking uh, who's better than whom. And it, it's impossible almost to not at some point in your life get lost in that and to start considering where you lie in relation to the average. So 
does that mean that striving to be above average is an act against humanity? That becomes the question. How do we accept everything and everyone while still trying to set ourselves apart? And these are the questions that I've been asking uh, both myself and my communities. And I hope that you ask yourself these questions too, because it's not just about me offering you some kind of grand solution. Um, it's about you finding the solution within yourself in the context of your own life. And so the first thing to do is to change the way that you see your life. You are not in a game with a bunch of other humans. You exist only in your own reality. And in this reality, your striving should be aimed at perfecting yourself in the areas that you feel called to express. Because too many people require the assessment of others for their personal self-evaluation. But anything that you assess solely in relation to something or someone else that you or another human being or group of human beings has defined is only as accurate as the definition itself. So you want to learn to assess yourself for yourself according to your own rules. And that comes with being able to build enough confidence in your own approach to life where you don't second guess everything that you believe to be true and you just accept that your reality is built on the truths that you select for yourself. You get to make those choices and your life will be a reflection of that. By comparing yourself, you don't get any closer to the truth of you. You can only get closer to the truth of someone or something else because anything that is outside of you is a truth that is separate from your own. And beyond not trying to be special to the world, it's also really important that we don't try to be special to ourselves. And that may sound a little bit strange to say, wouldn't you want to be the most special person in your life? Well, again, that really just depends. If we're talking about exhibiting kindness towards ourselves, then sure, certainly we do want to feel special. But here what I'm trying to say is that you don't need to be anything in order to be special to yourself. You only need to express what you are. And in so long as you are expressing your truth, that by its nature is we can call it special. But again, it's just a word meant to distinguish. And what is it that you are distinguishing yourself from by being who you are? There is nothing to distinguish yourself from. You are living out your own properties. And so there's no need to put this pressure on yourself to be special because you just are. You are by your very nature yourself. And that is all that you are called to be. And that is all that you should strive to be. So my question for you then is, how do you introduce yourself? If we're going to assess how we view ourselves, right, and how accurate our descriptions are, how do we present ourselves to the world? How would you introduce yourself? If you were to go on a date right now and the person across from you said, tell me about yourself, as so often they do, maybe, maybe not as much on a date as in an interview, but I don't know. Uh, if the person across from you is saying, tell me about yourself, what would you deem important enough to mention and why? What would you say? 
would you start talking about what you do for a living as most people do? Or would you talk about what your interests are? Would you talk about what kind of literature you read? Would you talk about your family as an extension of yourself? Would you talk about your ambitions and your plans for the future? How do you define yourself? Do you define yourself more based on what has happened in the past and having that characterize you? Or do you find yourself define yourself more based on what your future vision of yourself is and how you're striving? to live up to that. And the important thing here is, is it catered to what you think that they're looking to hear from you? Or is it who you've been programmed to identify as? What is guiding your self-description? And that's really important because if we can understand how we describe ourselves, we can understand how we see ourselves. And often when we understand how we see ourselves, that is the answer to why we think or don't think that we are in fact special. So ask yourself, what is my most believed thought about myself? And write that down. And hopefully you can repeat this exercise Uh, however long from now, and you can compare your answers and see whether you're transitioning or whether you're staying stuck in a particular place. Or maybe you're incredibly firm in who you are, and that can be beautiful too. But it's all about whether you feel like you are being honest with yourself and you feel as though your progression is in alignment with your truth. That is the most important part. And something that would really help us all is, and this might come as a surprise to you when I say it, but it's learning to disidentify with our emotions. And that doesn't mean not having emotions because I, as much as the next guy, think emotions are probably the heart of every single human being. It is one of the most beautiful and powerful things that you can possess and you do possess, even if you try to suppress them. Uh, But what I mean by learning to disidentify with your emotions is changing the way that you speak about how you feel. An example would be, instead of saying, I am hurt, right? Think about that statement. Think about the power behind those words. We say that all the time. You hurt me. I feel hurt. Now hold on. Something different is happening here. All of a sudden, I didn't say I am hurt. I said I feel hurt. And so I started to disidentify hurt being a part of me, me being in this state and and having taken this pain and made it who I am versus expressing that it is just a feeling that is a part of me, but also a part from me. So we have to learn to disidentify with our emotions by changing the language that we use. Instead of saying, I am hurt, we can say, I feel hurt, or there is hurt that I am experiencing. Because what that does for us is in our own minds, we start to not just embrace whatever it is that we're feeling in such a way that we become it, but we instead can learn to use those emotions as the cues that they're intended to be used as. Your emotions are signals to help you navigate, to help protect you, to help you make good decisions for your own safety. And so if we can disidentify rather than just becoming whatever it is that we are feeling in a moment, we can swiftly move from emotion to emotion as circumstance calls for them and be guided, be effectively guided by them rather than just becoming the pain or the suffering that often 
truly deeply afflicting emotions bring with them. Being emotional beings, but still being apart from those emotions is the key, is the key to your sustenance. It is the key to you finding exactly how special you are in this world without needing to be defined by the specialness itself. So learning to use your emotions as a guide rather than as an identifier is going to be really important in your journey. And I want to make sure that I bring up the concept of comparison or rather the burden of comparison. That would probably be a more fitting term. And, you know, comparison, we hear that word and we're suddenly thinking about, oh, well, who's better than me and who am I better than? But comparison isn't just about you versus the other. It's also about you versus yourself. And it's really important that you understand that there's a level of comparison that likely happens in your own mind where you're comparing yourself constantly to who you once were, to the things that maybe you were capable of doing before that you're not capable of anymore because life happened and things happen and you got older. Or maybe you're comparing yourself to the person you never got to be yet but aspired to be. And so there's so much that is going on within ourselves. It's amazing that we even have time and make room to compare ourselves to other people because there's so much comparison going on within ourselves. So being aware of that is really important. It's about learning to see yourself as of the human capability that makes you so special. Learning to see yourself as having this beautifully human power. Being special does not have to mean that you are special because someone else is less special than you. Um, And so not to compare you and your brilliance to technology, but it's kind of like an iPhone, you know? Uh, You get an iPhone and it has all of these capabilities and the capabilities are what make it special. But an iPhone is an iPhone is an iPhone. And so it's cool. Yeah, you know, there's the argument that it's cool until you get the next upgrade and then it becomes more special. And, And maybe that is partly true for us as human beings, right? Because we're cool until the next generation, aka the TikTok generation comes out and they're cooler than us and and they're hip to things that maybe we're not hip to. And yeah, you know, it is true. They're people on there who are 16 years old and look like they have a decade on me. But hey, there are different things um, that come with being uh, progressive, right? Not just progressive within yourself, but progressive uh, in terms of evolving times, right? And we have to understand that to see yourself of the human capability is to see yourself like that iPhone. We are all coming with all of these innate, special, beautiful talents. And although they may look different, um, you know, specialness is a property of all of us just like it is of anything that is mass produced right again not to take away from the humanity in you by comparing you to an iphone but you have to be able to understand that being special is very much of the human capability you are special by your very human nature and that specialness looks different than it does in somebody else, but it is there. It is 1,000 million, gajillion, 
whatever you want, alien percent there. And you have to find it and you have to harness it and you have to be able to and willing to progress with that special talent of yours and not focus on how it compares to anything or anyone else because the truth is you may never be able to get the dance moves like that 16-year-old TikToker. But you will be able to do some of the other things that that special human can't do because you, the special human, can and are made to do. And so, of course, this is a gross trivializing of what it means to be special. But I just want you to really use that slightly funny, slightly not example to understand that being special is a part of who you are, but it is not so because it stands in contrast to anyone else. And so, yes, you are special, but not really. And I want to close out by just mentioning, if it hasn't become clear, why this topic was so important and is so important. There, there really are two, two key reasons why I thought it was necessary to talk about this. And, and one of them is that we have to ask ourselves if we even want to be special, how society has defined special, right? Do we even want to be special or do we feel pressured to be? Because for many of us, I think we are all confronted with this desire or need to live up to something and we never really ask ourselves if we even care to live up to that. The world will teach you that it's important to be wealthy, but you have to ask yourself whether you, the individual human being, find fulfillment in that wealth. The world will tell you that materialism is grand and so you have to ask yourself whether materialism brings you joy and fulfillment. The world will tell you that being Uh, in a committed relationship or being in a non-committed, fluid, um, very, uh, you know, modern day type of relationship is what's right. The world will tell you tons of opposing things and it is up to you to decide for yourself whether these are truths for you. There are no simple truths for the world. Or perhaps the truths that are true for the world are just the ones that recruit people to give up their own individualized truth in order to adhere to something that is not their own. And so you have to choose your truth. Is it going to be yours or is it going to be someone else's? And you have to ask yourself, do you even want to be special in that way? And in which, special, in which way do you want to be special? Because there is really just one beautiful way to be special and that is to honor what you feel and who you are and to live in alignment purposefully in pursuit of your own fulfillment with that in mind. The other question that governs the importance of this topic is that uh, we ought to examine how we can prevent the gradient of specialness from becoming the model for our own fulfillment. And what I mean by that is we have this like wide spectrum of specialness that we look at, right? And we think that if I do this, 
I will be happy because I will be special and successful and all of those words that we talked about in the beginning of this episode. And if I'm all the way on the other side, then I won't be able to do this, but I'll be able to do that. And we want to make sure that this gradient that we see, right, um, this gradient of specialness, we want to make sure we reel it in and understand that there isn't one gradient, you don't have just this one gradient for your life. There are these micro gradients, right? What is special to one community is not special to another community. Like we, if we follow suit with the athletic um, example, if you want to be a basketball player or any athlete, really, uh, athletic ability may be really important and special if you are going to partake in something physical, if you're going to make physical activity a big part of your life, but that is a completely different gradient, you know, your muscle mass and your diet and nutrition and, and all of these things that are so important in that area of specialness. If you go to a different area of specialness, like perhaps being a painter, then maybe your gradient looks completely different, but it's still a specialness gradient. And so when we consider our own fulfillment, we have to develop a personal gradient within that niche, within ourselves, and maybe even extending a little bit to the community of which we are a part of in order to expand and grow ourselves, but never to compare. There is growth through that collaboration with other people who are on a similar path. But again, please note that it's a similar path. It is not the same path. So with that, I close out this episode and I truly hope to hear from you about what you're working on in your own life in, in specifically pertaining to whether or not you feel special and what you feel special at. Um, what makes you feel as though you are special to this world because you absolutely are but again you're also not because we all are and so it's important for us to continuously remind ourselves of what it means to be special and have that not include the constant comparison to other things and other people. So with that, I hope that you choose to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so and make sure that you tune in next week for another episode of Wake Up With Glow.